Good afternoon and welcome to the Too Much Dip Podcast. My name is Dave. Sometimes I just like to let it hit like that. Joining me in studio, as always, none other than Dylan Chevrolet, who's got his eyes closed, kind of vibing right now. What's up, man? The beat still goes hard after all these years. Hasn't lost it, huh? Hey, um, my uh, attention is absolutely glued to this uh, transfer portal today. It opened today. And, man, it is uh, really exciting. Big-time names going in. Spencer Sanders. Yeah, we're going to do uh, State quarterback. We're gonna do an entire segment on it here yeah, shortly. Wow, the latest name <laughs> to hop in there. Just a lot of fun stuff happening. Man. Mm. Coming to us live from Madison, it's KJ. Hello, fellas. I am uh, very excited to be here. I, too, am watching uh, portals open around the country. And, boy, is it glorious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You proud of yourself? It's, you know, the least I can do. You think what you've done is Actually, good? Actually, it's the least that I can do. How does that even help the uh, greater good? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I've said this on air. I've told y'all now three times, but seeing you with the uh, sweet Celsi boy right there on the uh, desk, keeping vibes high. Um. I'm going to just flat out commit that if I lose this week in dip picks, I will, during an episode, completely drink this entire ape shit untamed. Here's the thing. Whoa. While that is cool that you're willing to do that for content, we're trying to do good content. I just don't know <laughs> if ape shit untamed KJ. Is that what it is? Ape shit untamed? I believe so. Okay. I just I don't know so. what that's going to sound He's like. You thought KJ was was horny before taking ape shit. Imagine him on ape shit. You think the Liver King has ever had an ape shit untamed? Yeah, one thousand percent. I think they consulted him when naming it. That's his. Um, uh, that's his tenth, his secret mystery uh, <laughs> ancestral tenant. Uh, I, I will at least say this: it won't be a Thursday episode. Uh, I think history has proven that I do not need any uh, additional substances. Um, leaving my body or their half life's dwindling or any other, uh, that's true. <laughs> any other substance that's kicking in at that point. Monday is a different story. We'll see. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I have not, I noticed I hopped into the live stream rundown cause I wanted to see what the picks look like. Mm -hmm. So nobody except for the guests hit their big boy. Nope. Wait. No, the guests picked Jags plus one. Nobody hit, no their, one big, hit their big, big boy, boy. sacks. Okay. Zero for four. First in this year for sure. Did I not take the Maybe Cowboys over? I had convinced you myself last night that I took the Cowboys over. Bears Packers over. Oh, God damn. <laughs> I apologize. I uh, After two or three weeks of just flat out doing those at the very last minute, and shouts to uh, good Diptonian. Um, Michael is a listener who will let me know. Uh, Mike on the Tony. If, if I, uh, no, great question. I don't have to do that. Um, but he will let me know if I forget something. And I completely whiffed on including the men's U.S. men's soccer game as a uh, pick last week. We yeah. had 10 games slotted out there. Mm. And then when I went to enter them on the fly, I completely forgot about it. We noticed that uh, today and we were talking about how bad you beefed it. 
Just a total, total beef. Like, seriously, like a USA size beefing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I got ahead of the wave. I've got the games loaded in for next week. You can find the results in another sheet. But anyways, nobody hit their big boy stack. <clears throat> well, good. Just uh, keeps me right where I was in just a really bad spot. Um, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, Thursdays we do the live stream. It's at 6.30 Central. It's only on the Too Much Dip YouTube page. If you have not already done so, please go subscribe. That's where we post the, the video portion of this show and all the live streams, like I said, are right there. We got a special guest lined up. I don't know if we've – have we announced it? Do you want to announce it? Lined Katie? up, but we won't announce. I'll wait for week of confirmation. Um, but, you know, he's he's confirmed directly. But, Is he this uh, week? He is this week. We will get plenty of portal talk, plenty of high school football talk, and maybe some exclusive Jaquindon Jackson insight from our guest this Thursday. Does he he think he can out Jaquindon me? Because I just don't know if he can. I've personally talked with him uh, about Jaquindon and our favorite uh, former Duncanville coach and Los Angeles Rams running back coach in the past. So that's all. All that and more. That's Pac-12 champ Jaquindon to you, sir. Oh, boy, it is. Oh, is it ever, man. What a, what a nice little Friday that Good was. Good for Jaquindon. Hey, Dylan's champing at the bit to talk Portal. Are you ready to talk Portal? Fucking do we Bla- want to do Blake that? Portal's or, uh, over here. It's Portal season. Or do we want to talk Usada? Oh, we could tip one. At, we could tip our caps and just say, hey, thanks for the memories, Team USA. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, the Netherlands were just a much better team. That and uh, after watching Brazil for the last hour. No one wants Brazil right now. <laughs> we weren't going to win it all anyway because Brazil's maybe the greatest team I've ever seen like in any sport. They're just toying with Korea right it's, now. It's not cool what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, they're, it's not good. It's actually kind of rude what they're doing to Korea at the moment. Um. I will confess that uh, I knew the the match started at eight o'clock on Saturday. I was uh, in Illinois. Shouts to my grandmother and her 80th birthday, celebrating with her Friday. And so, sorry, my dog was just running uh, overhead and it freaked me out. Anyways, um, so the first time I checked in on the match, there were like like five minutes left to go. And I'm like, well, (laughs) glad I really committed to watching this one. Sorry, Team USA. You didn't miss I wasn't much. there to support you. Yeah, I was getting my baptism on. Getting my baptizzy. Why are you writing a country song out of this right now? Hell, it's baptism. You think there's a lot of country songs about uh, Catholic baptisms? At least uh, 25. Yeah. Um, Definitely about baptisms. I don't know if they're all Catholic bapt- probably most, baptisms. You got to think they're not. But they also probably mention uh, drinking whiskey and, and mama. Yeah, getting baptized in the, down in the creek. In the bed of a truck, probably. You ever think someone's Maybe. definitely been baptized in the bed of probably a truck? Probably Baby Got Baptized in the Back of a Truck, yeah. That's my favorite Sir Mix a Lot song. Holy Baby whiskey. Got Baptized. Yeah. <laughs> that is a youth pastor pastor hit, uh, like go to every Sunday. What's going on? Um, <laughs> let's talk Portal. That's it. Unless you got anything else on USAA, no, USAA me. No, no, no. or USAA. I'm going to portal. Uh, We will pick a World Cup game, but let's portal. I'm going to portal. Go ahead, portal then. Uh, I mean, there's a lot lot that's happening right now. Go ahead and break it down since you were literally champing Um, at the bit. 
Along with Spencer Sanders, everyone is leaving Oklahoma State right now. I'm not sure what's going on there. A mass exodus. Is Gundy gone? I don't think so. No. He's there. He's like a Oklahoma State lifer, I think. He's also an OAN lifer. <laughs> is OAN around? <laughs> I don't know. Where do you find such a, a Prop- network? When you go home for the holiday break to your parents' place, that's where you generally find. <laughs> you have to stream it? It's not on basic cable. No, I don't know. I don't it's have one of I don't those have channels the, that's like on the on the free like cable network Pluto or whatever. Like you can only watch on like hotel streaming and like the free services you get when you start your television. Yeah, I don't I don't get the uh, the fringe package on my uh, YouTube TV. <laughs> Dude, okay, Spencer Sanders, Dylan, you you broke that bombshell. Is this happened just that's like twenty seconds ago? Yeah. Uh, well, my first thought was why, but if you said there's a number of people leaving. Yeah, a lot of talent is leaving Oklahoma State. That's crazy to me because Oklahoma State, while they did underperform this year, people thought they would be one or two in the conference, I think. That's still a really talented team that just had a lot yeah. of injuries. I I don't know, man. I think the A&M portal number is up to 15 at the moment. That's a tough scene. Yeah, I don't know if a, if a bunch of those guys are like you know, starter types, but it's still a big number. Um, yeah, just it portal, the portal situation this, this year, it feels like the first year that it's like really hit a stride, you know, obviously it's been a thing for a couple of years now, but now that everyone knows how it works and like how you can go get paid, uh, by basically becoming a free agent, it's kind of going crazy right now, which is exciting. And also if your team doesn't have uh one of these NIL funds going, uh, it's probably, it's probably not a good time for you to be a fan. A lot happening. That's fair. Um, any, any update on what Colorado's portal numbers look like? Um, wow. You got, I'm sure you've watched the, the video of, uh, Dion meeting his team, his new team. I have, and I have, Colorado. I have some thoughts on that. He said, uh, <laughs> aside from he's, I'm coming about 20 times. He also said that you might want to hop in the portal because I'm bringing a lot of talent with me. And he said, the more of you, he basically said, the more of you that leave, the more space I have to fill out my roster with. So um, he's encouraging his guys to find homes elsewhere. KJ, have you, have you ever been uh, f- front row for a regime change? Uh, yes. Phil Bennett to June Jones. Okay. Now this is obviously pre portal. I don't want to date you, but you were pre portal. You never got the, your chance Correct. to portal, but you did in fact transfer. I did transfer, which basically at the time, the, limitations from Texas tech was that you could not transfer to any school that they played, uh, in the next season, any school that was division one in Texas or any school in the big 12. Uh, that's sorry. I was, by the way. uh, so unimportant that, you know, I didn't, it didn't matter that I was hitting two of those three cause SMU and Texas tech did play not the following, not the year that I transferred, but the year that I would become eligible. I wasn't going to make the difference. They weren't, they were looking to stop like, uh, I don't know. Graham Harrell, not me. <laughs> right, know, right, right. Michael Crabtree. Was that to go, a pretty uh, to TCU? Was that a pretty standard practice? Like, if we'll let we'll yeah. release you, we'll grant you your release, but you can't go play for a rival, for example. Up until just last year, I would say the SEC was pretty uh, firm in saying you couldn't transfer within the conference. Like they just kind of like covered each other's backs by saying that was like a conference decided thing, um, which I agree is is sorry. 
But the big thing back then was if you transferred, you had to sit out a year. So now when you're like immediately eligible, it just becomes a little bit murky. Um, that being said, yeah, the tone and, and the substance of what Dion said, minus the Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton reference, seems pretty standard, right? Like you want to get in there and you want to you want to late like show these guys like, hey, we're gonna I'm gonna weed you out and see who can who will jump ship because they don't want to deal with the regime change, who's bought in, who's not. Uh, it didn't seem that crazy to me. I and, uh, and I, I didn't watch the entire nine minute clip, but I, I did watch the highlights. I think a better way to present that is like, look, some guys are going to come in here and they're going to push you for your jobs. You're going to have to work hard to you know find the field. He basically said like, I'm bringing guys in that are going to play for me. So if you know if you are a a starting left tackle for you might want to leave because I'm bringing my guy with me. He's going to take your job. He kind of said it in a way that like these guys are going to play and you're not. So, so get out of here. So, okay. Hearing that. And let's say he is bringing a bunch of his guys. I don't, I don't know how many of his guys, I don't know what that means. So Travis Hunter, Travis um, Hunter's going, he's going to Colorado. Okay. So looking at it this way, what a huge gift for Colorado, by the way, like, Seriously. that's just absurd to think of like Florida state had Travis Hunter by far, you know, one of the best recruits, obviously Jackson state getting him was tremendous, but the Dion effect was there. Like on what planet could we envision the worst team in the pac 12 for the last four or five years would be landing the best recruit in football. Yeah. That is just insane. Yeah. That is insane. Um, and I'm just thinking like the uh, guys who stick around who are like willing to compete, those are the guys you want on your roster. Now, obviously, if he loses like two-thirds of the guys that were already there, then he may have some trouble. I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm he's gonna have to hit the portal very hard. But so a couple uh thoughts. So whenever the transition happened with Bennett and June Jones, I guess just to kind of suit my perspective of it, like I was one of those like five to ten guys that they were talking about who either previously were like right above the line of like, Hey, your scholarship athlete or the ones where they were considering just depending on the timing of semester in which we're talking about this. Like I was in that like thick of people that they're like, Hey, you may want to consider other options. And it wouldn't always be a discussion based on ability. Sometimes it's just scheme fit. If you've got a different offense coming in, you want a different quarterback style defense, whatever it might be. Um, but those discussions happen but then they're usually framed the way that Dylan expressed it. The big difference now is over the off season, they changed it to where you could actually, you could announce your intent to enter the portal at any point in time, but you can only officially do so starting today. And then there's a time in the spring because yeah, of what we saw last year where we had players submitting their paperwork mid season or after the ninth game, um, I think you saw some SMU players announce their intent um, around like week four, or week five. And that would happen at the point where they're like, okay, I want to preserve my red shirt season. So I'm no longer playing this year. I might as well let it be known to other coaches that I'm going to be available here in four months. Like they're just trying to get ahead of that uh, recruitment cycle. So Dion's faced with not only like, is he Dion? He's going to do it his way, but he doesn't have the luxury of like, Let's just see how all this plays out 
over the next six weeks as I watch film on you and I get more reports from the strength staff and see how your off season's going, which is code for let's see how my recruiting class turns out. Like that deadline for, you know, portals is immediate or not portals, but like, like that window is immediate. So he has to tell them that right now. And I don't know if there's a way to be brutally honest about it so that people realize you're being serious, but not being a jerk. And I think he did it like in a Dion way that comes off as being a jerk because I personally, I'd say historically think Dion's kind of a, a scummy guy in a lot of ways. And that's probably being from Dallas Fort Worth. David probably has a similar thought based Agreed. on his history with like prime prep. But given that he put in his two years at Jackson state proved to be successful at this point, he's kind of got the benefit of the doubt, at least for now to like, all right, do it your way. Yeah. If he's, well, he is a little bit, does have a little bit of scumminess to him just based on like what KJ said, the whole prime prep fraud fiasco, that prep school he started up in, in Dallas that went under and, and screwed over a lot of kids. Um, he'll fit right in in the college ranks in, uh, in the power five because there's plenty of that going around. Most, not most, but there's a lot of scummy coaches. Some in Auburn. I'm, <laughs> I, I also want to say that there was like the beginnings of chatter and you, you saw a lot of the social media blowback of like, Oh, Dion went here and he just, you know, it was all about Dion from the start and he's just up and leaving. And I'm like, we're weeks removed from Jeff Saturday, taking an NFL head coaching job, like <laughs> Dion being successful for two years at the SWAC level and taking the lowest ranked big, like FBS job almost of a big school. Like I would say that's kind of, you know, following a normal path. That's not so crazy. By the way, his salary um, is going to jump from 300 K per year to 5 million. That's significant. 300 K half of which he donated back to the program. Very cool. At, Jack at Jackson state. Very cool. See, look, he does some good stuff. Yeah. Look. Well, he keep his, uh, his uh, alternative media outlet gig. Barstool? Oh, I forgot he did. I don't know. Is he still? Yeah. No. I don't know. Probably not, right? I feel like it would be more impactful in Boulder than it was in Jackson, Mississippi, to be honest. Like, Fair. I think he would have more of an audience, but who knows? Who knows? Um, they tried to create that uh, when they were probably looking to uh, cover their own butts, but that's not for me to guess. Uh, not... I know a lot of people were wondering why he chose Colorado, assuming he had other offers. I think he would have. Colorado, like you said, KJ, the worst Pac-12 team in the last few years, correct? Like, one of the worst teams in football this year. All he has to do is go in there and make them relevant and, like, win, you know, flirt with being bowl eligible in the first couple of years. It's a pretty uh, low ceiling, right? He's going to recruit. Very he's going to well. recruit. He's Britain, and like I didn't even factor in, he's bringing Travis Hunter with him. He's going to recruit very well. The NIL and deal, I'm not sure how that's going to shake out for Colorado. I don't know how marketable or, uh, I mean, a lot of these programs have like their own funds. Texas has uh, the Texas One Fund. I mean, they, all the big schools have them. I don't know what kind of money's going to be funneled into the Colorado football program, but he's going to recruit. Let's look into the monies. We got to figure that out. Follow the money. I'm sure Jeff. money will find them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> they got that weed money. They got the weed money. Oh, that would be great. 
There you that go. That would be phenomenal. Although I don't, I have a feeling like, isn't Dion one of those weird, Jesus told me you shouldn't smoke weed kind of guys? Like, cause I think Dion's a, I don't drink, I don't smoke guy. Uh, he does seem to be straight edge. Yeah. He's a, he's a Christian which, man. Which, hey, I mean, KJ, it sounds like KJ is being a little judgy, but I'm not judging. <laughs> okay. Not all of us are like within 72 hours of a baptism. I just got I my baptism. I'll speak on. on my own here. You still burn though. <laughs> Uh, I do indulge in a microdose of THC through gummy. Yes, I do. <laughs> I really don't burn because it makes my throat hurt. <laughs> um, it, real it, quick. Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say real quick, other uh, highlights of the coaching carousel as the portal, I guess Dylan to the portal is me to the coaching carousel. Like it's my obsession of uh, the off season. I probably say it's fair to say David's is probably recruitment to a certain extent when it's relative to like one of the top schools in Texas, at least um, facts, the remaining open jobs caught my attention. Cincinnati has been reported to have hired uh, his name is escaping me from Louisville, uh, Louisville's head coach, whatever his name is. I think it's Dillingham or something only really notable because Cincinnati and Louisville play in like 12 days. I thought that was kind of funny um, to get your coach yanked and then, He's got to kind of be in this weird limbo. Oh, Scott Satterfield, not Dillingham. Uh, Dillingham's a different guy. Um, there are, at least was a question that uh, one of the Brom brothers, I think Jeff, head coach of Purdue, did not give a direct answer to about the Louisville gig as uh, Jeff Brom and his brother, Brian Brom, who I believe is like the quarterback coach at Purdue, uh, were both Louisville legends mm. uh, prior to Teddy Bridgewater, like, they were the names uh, that helped build that program during the, the Papa John's heyday. Um, Stanford still being a job that's out there. It's kind of surprising. Jim Harbaugh outright said like he's not taking an NFL job. He's obviously not going back to Stanford either. Uh, but North Texas is the last one I wanted to bring up. KJ, not I'm, that anyone. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm seeing Condoleezza Rice to Stan, coach Stanford. <laughs> Condi? Yeah. She's bringing she's bringing her people in too. She's bringing Wolfowitz. She said she's coming. She's bringing Much she's like bringing Dion. Dickie Chains. She's not bringing Dickie. I think that was a quote from her. <laughs> uh, did you you were mentioning? Uh, did you say UNT? I did see that UNT. You see uh, UNT, Dylan? Come on, man, grow up. They fired Seth Luttrell. He was a hot uh, name three uh, years ago. He was up for. Uh, so Seth Luttrell, former running backs coach at Texas Tech during my year, not that that's like relative to his resume, but I'm familiar with him from that time period. Uh, I believe he went from Texas Tech to getting like an OC job in North Carolina. He followed Larry Fedora around for a couple of years, but that's when he got his first head, co head coaching gig, maybe a Freudian slip, uh, okay. at North Texas. Um, he had like Graham Harrell on his, uh, coaching staff, Joel Filani, all, all these Texas tech greats there for a while. Phil Bennett, who I've mentioned already, my former head coach was his defensive coordinator at North Texas. He was slated to be fired over the off season. They let him come back for a year and they went to the conference championship. It got beat by UTSA, which that's nothing to be upset about. UTSA lost to Houston by one in overtime, or I guess three in overtime, whatever. And lost to Texas. They gave Texas a good game. And also, like, UNT, though, they were pretty banged up going into that game. 
So I, I've so got some is. I got some intel from a from a, a UNT insider. Ooh. I'm not gonna name it. Can I him. guess who it is? No, it's an insider. Can I guess who it is? No, we don't we don't unmask our sources. Can I dude. guess take one guess? <laughs> um okay. Is it T Man? No comment. <laughs> He said, I said, what's what's the lowdown on Seth Luttrell? He said, the AD that just went to West Virginia was the main reason he was still there. Uh, 44 and 44 in six years and should have been fired last year, but they won like six straight games to get to a bowl. My only thing mm -hmm. is, you, uh, well, he's saying, he did get him to the uh, conference championship, like you said, KJ. Do you want a name that's on the short list? Does the name Does the name Emmett Jones ring a bell? Uh, used to be at Kansas. He's now at Texas Tech, like uh, passing game coordinator okay. uh, under Joey McGuire. But yeah, they don't even have an AD, so they've probably got some work. That's, to do. Which is weird to get fired when you don't have an AD. Like, what's the rush? Let the man coach out his bowl game, unless he went to the table like demanding some security beyond the bowl game. It was like, yeah, well, if I don't get some reassurance that I'm going to be here, I need to be available to interview for I don't know. UNLV uh, or Western Michigan. Like there are a couple of other jobs that would be probably not, he's not going to get them, but OC jobs, there's plenty of out there. So I can see him like raising a little bit of hell saying I need uh, uh, some security or, or get me the hell out of here. Um, but yeah, that was of note. We talked about GJ Kenny getting hired at Texas state on Thursday. The other notable hire I don't have in the rundown here, UAB. Did you see who they hired? I did not. No. Super Bowl champion, former quarterback of uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers oh. <laughs> and Baltimore Ravens, Trent Dilfer. The Dilf, of course. The who, original uh, Dilf, Dylan. Of course, who made waves on uh, social media not so long ago for absolutely pouring out one of his high schoolers on the sideline. Oh, that was Dilfer? Yeah. Great That's, callback. I forgot all man, about Man, I forgot that was him. <laughs> yeah, that was a, an, an ugly situation. Situation. We talked for about the that. I forgot about that all yeah. completely. Yeah, man. Well, he, uh, wow. he did subsequently apologize for it. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I don't know what his coaching resume looks like. Is it is it comparable to Jeff Saturday or whatever? No, he was there for two or three years at least <laughs> at the high school ranks. I mean, still a big jump, but. He's got a few years. I suppose Jeff Saturday had one season at Hebron Prep five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> one like six game. I don't know. Whatever. More. Yeah. So later. <laughs> the, that's really the the wrap uh, I have on that. Oh, and back in football, everyone's favorite Tom Herman is coaching at FAU. Are we sure that's Tom Herman? So what happened? Lose just lose a lot of weight. Shave the beard. He he didn't look like he lost weight in a healthy way though. All right, that's like this is called speculating with Dylan. Go ahead, bud. He he looks uh, sickly, or uh, he looks oh. like he maybe he's. I he doesn't look healthy. He looks. Thinner. You have a gaunt, a gaunt look. I love that word. There is a tum tum thing going around. Maybe he had to do with uh, he's clean, clean shaved, and it is. I don't know, man. He looks like he's been. Uh, I don't know, man. Okay. Yeah. He's had a year without the stress of being on a sideline. Who knows what that could do to a man? Or a year without the responsibilities of waking up at 6 a.m. And Tim Beck, also former UT guy, right? Yeah. Is uh, now the head coach at Coastal Carolina. So that's more than I plan to bring up. But uh, seats are filling up fast, ladies and gentlemen.
Shout out to Tom. It's comeback season. He'll probably enjoy not having uh, Red McCombs tell him what to do and all the other various <laughs> boosters at the University of Texas. I don't think that actually goes on, Dave. They wouldn't, they, they wouldn't let uh, Christo Conti hire, uh, what's his name, Sonny Dykes, because the one booster wanted uh, Sark. Is that a thing? Yes. Fact. That's in, uh, that's in the Statesman. That's facts. Anyway, y'all want to get to the playoff? Yeah. Yeah. It's happening. And people are freaking pissed. No, not really. I think most people are <laughs> quite fine with this. It's, yeah. Any thoughts um, on how the championship games played out before we touch the playoff real quick? Yeah. Uh, major props to Kansas State. Uh, that was a, a, a big a big boy win. Um, just impressive. I mean, I, I, TCU, I think, is obviously the better football team. Um, but man, they, they really, they, they played their asses off. So props to Kansas state three losses, but, uh, they, they close strong. So good on them. Yeah. Uh, Max Duggan is very good. He's a good, he's a good quarterback. And I, I applaud him for refusing to not throw it down the field or refusing to, yeah, refusing to not. It's a weird way of saying it. I just like that. Every other play in that second half was him just chunking it up to uh, one of his uh, really, really good receivers. Or running it. <laughs> or running it on that final drive uh, until we got to overtime, in which case we we didn't do that. We'll get to that in a minute. I'm not sure that Kansas State isn't – obviously the records don't – the records don't show this, but Kansas State like arguably should be 2-0 and against TCU this year. They match up really well with them. Um, their other losses – they lost to Texas – and they lost who else they lose to? Oh, they lost to Tulane, which at mm-hmm. the time I think we were like, what the hell? But that doesn't look like a bad loss at all. Tulane's a really, really good team. Deuce Vaughn is a hell of a running back. Love watching that guy play. So everybody's talking about Deuce Vaughn in the open field. And the thing that's crazy to me, and this isn't expert analysis, but when he changes direction, there's not any lapse in speed. Like mm-hmm. It continues. It's it's like a video game, and I'm sure someone made this uh, point, but it's just it, there's no slowdown when he when he changes and, and pivots. It's just it keeps going. Yeah, he's really fun. He's sick. His dad's also a scout on the boys. Wait, what? Deuce Vaughn's dad uh, works for the Cowboys front office. Well, fun fact. Oh, I was not aware. It's not aware. Uh, kind of weird that like you get these themes with schools and players, and maybe it's just kind of confirmation bias, but then. You get the Darren Sproles, Tyler Lockett, Deuce Vaughn, like lineage. Like they got another one. They found their guy. Um, maybe it just has something with like to do with like knowing what you're looking for eventually. Um, so the college football playoff, as you mentioned, is as expected after USC beefed it, if you will, on Friday. Um, shouts mm. to Jaquin and Jackson for being an absolute. Uh, Gem of a human being and going over to uh, uh, Caleb Williams. I, I, I really I root for that kid, obviously. I think that's, that's no secret around here. But a lot of the reason is he just seemed like a really sweet kid in high school. And, you know, had to, he transferred, had the ACL, and had a couple friends literally get murdered or die on ac- accidentally. Uh, so it was cool to see. It was cool. It, Duncanville was getting shout-outs on the broadcast. Uh, I was pretty stoked, man. Utah, Utah is really good too. 
I don't know where they're going to end up. Uh, I have not seen who do they got? Who they line up with? Uh, Penn State. Okay. In the Rose Bowl. Penn State. Okay, that's not as sexy as I'd like, but that's going to be a good game. But Penn, yeah, man. I mean, we'll we'll get to it. But yeah, that was that was really fun to see. And Caleb Williams, I'm not really sure what the extent of his injury was. He looked absolutely hobbled. Uh, I saw some people saying that maybe he was playing it up a little bit. I did not get that vibe. He's got to stop with the the writing uh, fuck blank on his fingernails. It's a bad bit. What are you doing? It's a bad bit even if you are the best player in the country and your team's undefeated. But to like, put that on your nails and to show up and, abs- and just beef it against Utah like that? It's bad. It's a bad look. To have to get consoled by the uh, RB2 from the other team as you like aren't out there shaking hands and you have F whatever it was, it's just bad. It's a bad look. I I couldn't agree more. I, it, the only time that I would be like, you know what, cool, is in a repeat game like this, if for some reason he was like personally affronted by the other team. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it just is a little bit Baker Mayfield-esque for me. And I don't even think Baker had done anything that overt uh, no. at least in writing on the field, he's definitely screamed it, shouted it, mouthed it. And we'll talk Baker later, but like, Plan that's the, the first thing that came flag. to mind. I was like, this is a Baker move. He, he also did the same for the Notre Dame game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might you know, not be the, jerks the only, at Notre he Dame. may have done it even before then too. So, mm. um, yeah, he's got a history of doing this. Not a good look. He's a hell of a player. Like why, why do that? I don't, I don't get it. Who's your, uh, who's your Heisman favorite right now? I thought it was him before, uh, before that game. Because I do know that there were some votes that you could turn in your votes before. I guess this is something I have to remind myself every year. So there were people who voted probably for Caleb Williams before. He still has a really good weekend. shot, I think. I think so, too. He didn't, um, did, I guess, would you say he had a particularly bad game there? Uh, I, I wouldn't say he was like the core reason they lost, if anything. No. Like, Utah no, being an absolute wagon on offense had more yeah, to do but with it than him. With with stuff like this, you have the short memory syndrome. Yeah. Whoever finishes the strongest usually usually wins these things. So I don't know. He I mean I, I think he still deserves to win. He, I think so too. And he's probably and the, the best fact player that in college football. He did I mean it was if he had come back and beat Utah and you know when he was clearly hobbled, um then Obviously, he's your Heisman winner. But if it's him or if it's Duggan, I'm not going to be mad either way. Uh, Duggan was an absolute machine, like we said. Um, thoughts on the <laughs> – how do you not – when it's third and fourth down in overtime and you're going to go for it from the one. Bad spot, by the way. I don't think anybody would agree that was a good spot. How do you not just leave the ball in Duggan's hands there like and say, you're the guy? So third down, they ran it. They got stopped. Key moment that you may have forgotten from the game. Mm. They had Kansas State had a defensive tackle that was injured after that third down stop. Mm. Which overthinking it, you might be like, okay, hey, they've got a uh, somebody in from sideline, whatever. It's not a backup; it's a D lineman that gets rotated in. I don't know. I think maybe that played into it, but it gave TCU way too much time to think about it. It was a full timeout for both sides. It just played out very poorly. Um, and I think I'm very pro staying under center when you're inside the one yard line because the threat of a quarterback sneak should always be there. 
I'm against not using one or those two attempts at for a quarterback sneak. One of the two of them should have been a quarterback sneak, a third down or fourth down, whatever. Um, so it, it was a very, very poor uh, decision. Quick thing on the Heisman. Uh, Vegas, who is also insider, is uh, got like some aggregates. Um, they're in Vegas insider. Uh, mm-hmm. has some aggregate nice. odds out there. And the favorite is still CJ Stroud, it looks like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Odds as of December 5th, 2022. Uh, you're looking at CJ Stroud as a favorite still. Huh. Okay. Hmm. Dude, but, uh, we need Max to get it because uh, one Danny Regs, Dan Register, put in a uh, Max Duggan Heisman early in the year, which is quite a payout. Hey, it doesn't always have to be a quarterback. That's right. You know, agree. No, they don't always win, but they do nine out of ten times. And mm-hmm. give this uh, give it to another. Position. There's a different timeline where it's Bijan because of uh, he's used in a more um, yeah. efficient way. Well, a four loss team is not going to have a Heisman winner on it. It's just never going to happen. That's true. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. had they re- given him the ball a little bit more early on, he'd be in a better spot. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, what else? So as far as our, our playoff games, you've got Michigan, TCU, Georgia, Ohio State. We'll talk about them at length as the game gets closer. We've got a month to discuss them. Any general concern with Tennessee, Alabama, no. and or I guess Clemson not being included? No. I think they got it right. Had USC won, I, I leaning toward TCU getting booted out of there for Ohio State. Am I like, is that crazy? Even though it was an overtime I, loss, like it's as good of a loss as you can have, I think. I think I think they would have absolutely jumped at the chance the chance to put Ohio State in there, especially with their I the think, Heisman favorite. I can see that happening. I would have probably been upset about it. I would have the too. comment, I guess, that um, who is it? Uh, Palmer, Jesse Palmer. Yeah, is that his name? Yeah. Uh, Jay Palms. His his point right after uh, the college football final show or whatever they do after games were over, it's like penalizing a team for playing a 13th game and or rewarding a team for not being there just doesn't sit right with me. Like, essentially, you're saying regular season slates, TCU's undefeated, and having won over four ranked teams, Ohio State did beat Notre Dame. Ohio State also beat Penn State, who beat nobody that was ranked. Um, I, I would be upset about it, but I could see it happening. Um, when you've got a school with whatever undergraduate enrollment of like 50,000 versus one with 9,000. So an alumni base, you know, uh, significantly larger fans that are likely going to follow. I, I can see that, uh, that, that story getting played out in a bad way, but, uh, real quick, I'm just going to r- name off these other games. Just let me know which you're the most H for. And then uh, one last bowl that uh, I didn't know existed until earlier today. Uh, Texas, Washington in the Alamo Bowl. Florida State, OU in the Cheez-It Bowl. Texas Tech, Ole Miss uh, in Houston at the Texas Bowl. LSU, Purdue in the Scissor Lift Citrus Bowl. Penn State, Utah in the Rose Bowl. Bama, K-State, Sugar Bowl. And then you have USC, Tulane and Cotton. Uh, and then Clemson, Tennessee, and the Orange, Orange, Orange Bowl. Bama, K-State, okay, Sugar Bowls, that's a banger. I, I always get a little intrigued by Big 12 versus SEC in the in the bowl game. 
I feel like if there's a team that's able to compete with the SEC, the Big Twelve is really good. It's this K, year. it's it's uh, K State, K State or TCU. Yeah. yeah. So, so that that's nice. Uh, there was an another, there was another Big Twelve um, SEC matchup that you that Texas you listed. Tech, Ole there, Miss, that one, in yeah. Houston. Uh, I'm gonna that's go gonna be ahead. A party. I'm gonna issue the watch. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know there's if Tech's, a, Tech is gonna hang with <laughs> Ole Miss. There's a watch in effect. Unless Ole Miss just doesn't show up, and unless there's like some a max a mass exodus in their portal, and they lose confidence in Lane in the next couple of weeks, teams routinely don't show up for bowl games because they just like don't care if it's if it's a, a bowl they feel like is is beneath what they deserve. And I'm not saying Ole Miss qualifies for this, but they, who knows what, what you know how they view themselves. But um, I mean, when Texas beat UGA, what, like three, four years ago? We're back. That just felt like a game that UGA <laughs> felt like they didn't want to be in. Yeah. And they got thumped by Ellinger in Texas that year. So that is true. I don't know. UC, we'll U, USC Tulane, Cotton Bowl, that's a banger too. Yeah. That's that's really if fun. If Caleb Williams is back. If Caleb – oh, that's a great point. That's a really good point. Uh, given how bad USC's defense is, which, man – Pour one out for number seven. That dude, that poor dude, the dude who's on the wrong end of multiple uh he was a last line of defense and he did not defend. Mm. Um you know what though, man? Not a, a great of, tackling. A lot team. of people have been run over by Jaquin and Jackson. That's gonna be a fun game, though. I didn't even I for, didn't even think about Caleb Williams not playing, but it's just the cotton bowl and it yeah, wouldn't shot. He probably me. won't, will he? No. Well, and we, he's gotta come back next year. It's his Second year right now. So he's he's returning yeah. next year, but he does have a hamstring injury. Um, I did see the note, and we'll talk about it. I guess we can just do it right now. Jackson Smith and Jigba opting out of the entire college football playoff. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I, I mentioned this to Dave right beforehand, not not having realized that he's like still possibly injured. He's been banged up this year. Yes, that's okay. true. So that, that obviously plays into it. If he was fully healthy, I can't imagine him skipping the playoff. And that's that's – that's what, that's what you're I don't think for. it'll yeah. affect his draft position. Uh, I mean, I've, I died on this hill and was gratefully right whenever uh, Jamar Chase was still drafted quite high. We saw this with uh, his name is escaping me. Detroit Lions wide receiver who's played his first game this past weekend. So I get it. It's not going to cost him anything. Why risk it? I don't hate it. It's just, you know, uh, a little bit of a bummer. I mean, Anxious to see if Bijan plays in the Alamo Bowl. Mm. Doubtful. I wouldn't. Yeah. I I hope he goes pro. I know a lot of Texas fans are like, "I'll oh, throw a bunch of you know nil money at him for a senior season." No, let's let's get a, a high pick under under the belts for Texas and let let that guy go do his thing. Go at that position. You've got to get in exactly. there. You've got to get in the NFL as early as possible. Exactly. Great point. Great point. Um. So, I don't know. Which gets your stamp of H approval? Uh, it sounds like uh, Bama, K-State for you guys. Bama? Yeah. Yeah, USC sure. Tulane with the caveat that we're going to need full-strength USC. Um, and that looks okay. rather unlikely. I didn't realize it was a hammy. Um, so, depending on the severity of. I'm intrigued by Tech Ole Miss, too. See if Tech can hang with Ole Miss. That's a good, that's a good team. I don't hate it. I think Tech will, you know, be amped up for it. I certainly think if I was a fan attending it, it's the prime situation where you're going to all the pregame parties and you go watch the bowl from a bar or back home. <laughs> you're not sticking around to see if that one goes south. 
LSU um, Citrus Bowl, LSU Purdue's fun. Assuming. I just don't know enough about what Purdue is going to be at that point, but I agree. Um, give me the Florida State OU game because I was shocked to see OU was in a bowl. And for some reason, the Cheez-It Bowl always has some fuckery going on, even though it's now in Florida. It used to be in Phoenix or whatever. And lastly, were either of you aware that uh, Utah State and I want to say Boise State, but I've probably got it wrong, will be facing off in the uh, oh Oregon State and Utah State in the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl? Uh, I did not know that was a thing. Oh, my gosh. What? Is this going to feature a, a real generic? Sarah Silverman? The no- <laughs> it's going to feature like uh, hot chicks jumping on trampolines. <laughs> Thank you for going man show and not like me trying man to just show. bait someone into talking about her in blackface. Oh. Um, <laughs> and I'm a fan. Anyways, yeah, oh. I'm, I don't know how this happened. It. Seems like one of those uh, last week tonight type bits, like at the very end of the show, whatever guy's name is like, Hey, surprise, we bought a bowl game. If that's the case, kudos to him. Yeah. That would probably be one of the cooler things he's done in recent memory. <laughs> the Jimmy Kimmel LA bowl. Wow. Did not know that was a thing. God, I'm sorry. Can y'all hear my stomach rumbling? I cannot hear it, Dave. Oh, it's just barking down here. You setting up an ad read right now? I'm fiending some factor. Okay. With the bustling holiday season well underway, ready-to-eat meal delivery can lend a helping hand, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you can enjoy chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie. And 36 plus weekly add ons. You'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. Look, man, holidays are jam packed. They're fresh, never frozen meals make it easy to fuel up fast when we're on the go. And this stuff's ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Would that it, save you some time, Dylan? I know you're would. a busy guy. It's also just, uh, I don't know, delicious. Fantastic. I've, I've been really uh, big on the three bean vegan chili. But they got more than that. Also, shout out to the creamy Parmesan chicken. Thanks to their factor, their commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can enjoy flavorful chef-crafted meals guilt-free. Need a special occasion meal? Gourmet Plus is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easy. That, that sounds like it's more up KJ's alley. KJ's an upscale eater, straight up. Definitely is. The Keto Chorizo Chili is on my list as I've been dwindling in the dip pick stat uh, rankings mm. and the odds of me having to perform as an athlete here in the next uh, six to eight weeks increase. Mm. Factor is a part of my weekly regimen. How about this? Got a call to action for you. Everybody at home. Head to go.factor75.com slash bang60 and use code bang60, that's bang60, to get 60% off your first box. Again, that's code bang60 at go.factor75.com slash bang60. That's going to get you 60% off your first box. The uh, notes on that will be in the uh, notes of the show. The details on that will be. So, anywho... 
where do you want to go from here? Got some NFL stuff. Yeah, let's 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 touch that. You know, we don't need to get into it, but congrats to uh, your boys and their fifty burger last night. It was a great achievement. Those Indianapolis Colts, shockingly, actually have a good defense. So it was an actual achievement. They do have a good defense. Um, man, did somebody on the live stream call just an absolute just shellacking? I think they did. It might have been me. Did they? Somebody on the live stream just trash Matt Ryan, somebody who's been not real hot on his picks, but might have hit this one. It was me. Was that a hot opinion, though? It was hottest. Exactly. It doesn't get hotter. That offense is garbage. It's really bad. It's just really, really despite bad. Despite of having the best, perhaps the best running back in the league. <sighs> yeah, that that's a weird, that's a weird deal. Dallas is just a turnover machine, Dave. Yeah. That's it you'd like helps, to see that. I was playing Matt Ryan, but there it's a turnover machine right now. It was close though. First half. One point game, man. Two point game in the third. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even getting details there. Um Is it is Jeff Saturday a good coach? Sure. He watched, apparently he watched practice film every day up until the transition, which sounds like a cucking in the making. And if I was Frank Reich, I'd be a little upset of how that was like presented by Mike Tirico <laughs> saying this wasn't completely out of left field. Jeff Saturday had been watching practice film every day. And I'm like, okay, how much practice why film wasn't he listed watching? as an assistant coach or on their roster? Aren't there like limitations or rules in the NFL in terms of number of coaches that can be listed or whatever? It's just strange the way they presented that. Anyways, don't care. It's Colts. Um, Colts. Baker Mayfield. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do about this? He's jobless. Is he going to San Francisco? Or Baltimore? Question mark? I don't know how severe Lamar's injury is. All I saw was that it was not season-ending, and they they like Tyler Huntley. Um, third year guy out of Utah. Uh, the Niners have no legs at quarterback after uh, Jimmy Garoppolo broke his ankle, foot, ankle, foot. Yeah, something down there. They got Dylan Brock Purge though. They got Brock Purdy. Bet you hadn't thought of that name in a minute. So the NFC is is what? It's just a, a Dallas and Philadelphia show at this point. I still am scared of San Francisco, even with. Uh, a running back or I'm sorry, a, a quarterback injury because they, their quarter, they were, they were the best team, in the NFC arguably with Garoppolo, who's good quarterback, but nothing. I don't think he's anything special. All right. I'll give you San Francisco outside of those three, any other team threaten Vikings. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, your opinion is going to be slanted by Kirk cousins and the fact that the Cowboys Thumped absolute them. dog raced them. Or dog walked him to quote, uh, who was that? Cardi B at some point online. Um, I think that it's embarrassing how bad the conference is. Um, the commanders and the giants tied yesterday. That did tremendous things for like the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys are going to make the playoffs, but like it's almost no longer consideration of them being caught. There's five games left. And I think they're up two and a half games at this point with a game against one of the two. But um, it's uh, pretty safe to say the Cowboys, the second round should be their watermark. Like anything, be- like not past that is not an achievement this year. 
because of how bad the NFC is. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Um, And we're about to get to to Jalen Hurts, but given what the Eagles looked like yesterday, I don't really think that we're going to catch them. So we're probably going to go on the road, uh, maybe to Tampa, maybe for that opening round. So it's going to take a little, it's going to take work, like no doubt about it. Yeah, that's a good point. But I didn't think about that, that uh, you would not win your division because of the Eagles. You're going to have to go on the road. Yeah. Probably be a road favorite, but the Bucks, as bad as their offense has been, their defense has still been respectable. The Niners have the number one scoring defense in, in the NFL, by the way. Uh, the Cowboys, Bills, and the Eagles, uh, it's absurd to see their point differentials all up over like 120 for each of those three teams, whereas like the Bucks, I think, are like plus 28. Um, the Bills, or not the Bills, the uh, Broncos, just for reference, scored like 160 points. They're like the only team under 200 in the NFL. Like we get to see them tonight. Like shit's just bad there. The Cowboys are far and above uh, uh, one of the most balanced teams as far as uh, offense defense goes after last night's 50 point stack. Um, I believe somebody on the show wants to make a little uh, announcement. They've got something to say. I'm yeah. going to provide the platform to Dylan. I, pre- I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, I have been a little critical of Jalen Hurts um, I've, while acknowledging that he is a, a pretty good uh, quarterback. You know, I, I was kind of trashing his ability to actually spin the football. Uh, I just want to perhaps maybe, maybe like walk that back just a little bit. Uh, I'm just <laughs> he's got to be runaway MVP at this point. And he, he's looked really good. And um, he might, might be pretty good. Might be better than I gave him credit for. That's all I'm going to say. That was maybe almost dialing back the take. Take might be a pretty good little quarterback. That's the new list. Who else is on that? Might be a pretty good little quarterback. (laughs) Might be a pretty good little quarterback. um, Along with who else is on that list? It might just be him at the moment. Wow. Yeah, it's a very very exclusive. It's a very exclusive list. Yeah, that that offense. A watch for your list. That offense looks very good. AJ Brown, um, it, it's he's playing his his little thing off. Um, that that offense looks pretty good, Dave. KJ, you got somebody to add to that list? Can I can I put Derek Carr on a watch for that list? No. The he AFC is a lot more competitive than the NFC, so I don't know if it'll come to fruition. But because of what Josh Jacobs is doing for the Raiders, I don't think Derek Carr's dead yet this year. Mm. Um. All I'm saying is keep an eye out for them to at least be competitive as things get close to the end. I'd also like to copy and paste your statement about Jalen Hurts. I will apply it to Max Duggan. I think I made that mea culpa in the group text over the weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm glad that he will have another opportunity to redeem himself so it doesn't look like he he got pepper sprayed as his final, like, okay, display of (laughs) national stardom. He did look like he got pepper sprayed. That's true. <laughs> oh man, need more milk. <laughs> the uh, Eagles look pretty good. Yeah, I'm scared. Like that yesterday was as impressive of a dub as they've had. Tight. I thought the Titans would keep that close, and uh, they did not. The Titans haven't been running the ball. Derrick Henry's sneaky been pretty mid the last three or four weeks. Not necessarily his fault, but just not something you're accustomed to seeing. Anyway. What else on the NFL? Thank you guys for allowing me the platform to to get that off my chest. Yeah. Um, 
Nothing. Deshaun Watson back to Houston. Look, looks very spare in their uh, win against the terrible Texans team. But since the Texans are terrible, they still got the dub. It, yeah, the one-win Texans. Ugh. Mm. Uh, real quick on the Eagles, I yeah. was I was curious if uh, they, if they were just healthier than everybody else. No, they're going to get back Chauncey Gardner Johnson if he yeah he was out yesterday. Robert Quinn was out yesterday who they signed this year. Um, they'll get back Jordan Davis, their defensive tackle, and they're without uh, Dallas Goddard, their tight end. So I thought maybe they just were healthier than everyone. That's uh, that's scary to think of. But, you know, the Cowboys are getting back Tyron. Uh, yeah, that's true. For now. Until he gets hurt again. <laughs> okay. Damn. That's fair. He's a handsome guy. Sean Lee of the O-line. Who? Very good looking. Tyron. Guy. Is he? Yeah, you don't. He's O lineman, so he doesn't get a ton of face time. But like they showed him on the sideline last night, and just just a good looking dude, a large human being as well. Yeah, and just uh, for O lineman, like very ripped. Yeah, you don't the, see the uh, the anti Jason Peters. Correct. Well, yeah, Jason Peters <laughs> catching that stray, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? I for sure I do. I know exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, you guys want to do a little inside baseball? You a little crazy here? Are you going to add me on DeGrom? <laughs> Texas Rangers you get it? have landed. That's funny De- right there. DeGrom. Jacob. Jay Groms. Who, uh, yeah, he's uh, he's sick. He is when sick. When healthy, the, the nastiest pitcher. In, Big caveat. The nastiest pitcher in the bigs. Yeah, this, uh, this was rumored for the last few weeks. Uh, what's the dude's name? Carabas. Jared Carabas. Jared Carabas. Johnny. Uh, he had had some intel that, no, it's, he's that's, going to that's Texas. Different. And normally when you see this stuff, you're like, eh, no way. I'm a Ranger fan. It's just dark times. Can't even watch the game. Shout out, Bally. But no, they land him. Five years, $185 million, an option for a sixth year that would make it a $222 million deal. No trade clause. Full no trade. Um. Risky, absolutely. You mentioned the injury issues. Uh, what's he pitched? Thirty-four. He's thirty-four, but went on. He has got, you know, he's up there with anybody as far as electric stuff goes. Absolutely. Um, I my favorite thing about this two things. Uh, a the fact that the Rangers are spending money, ownership. You're seeing them try. You obviously want them to be smart about how they try, but we'll see. At least they're doing something. Uh, B, I just like seeing the collective New York media freak out when they don't get their guy. That's to me is is just funny. There's a lot of um, pearl clutching right. things of that nature. Hey, don't be sad that he's leaving. Be happy that you had him all that time, right, Dave? It's a good way of looking at it, Dylan. Thank you. That's a really good perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. He really man. was. Uh, there for some of their best efforts to miss the playoffs. It was, it was tremendous times for the Mets. <laughs> uh, on that note, though, they did sign Verlander today. They, they did. did. Kate Upton in New York, is that a problem? Nah. Like in a good way. She's past her prime, Dave. What? Uh, what? Kate Upton? Kate Upton, yeah. Are you talking looks-wise? Yeah, no, it's like she has. She's been out of the limelight for uh, I don't know, wow, ten years. 
Wow. The Cat Daddy video was about 12 years old. The disrespect. That was the peak. That was peak Upton. Put some respect on the Uptons. <laughs> when did Cat Daddy hit? I don't know oh. when Cat Daddy hit. Well, that's when that's when she peaked. <laughs> I don't know when the Cat Daddy. Who's the Cat Cat Daddy? What is the Cat Hater. Daddy? Remember that video that went viral that where she was looking very. Is that the Cat Daddy? According to some, very the only, sexy. The only Cat Daddy I know is a, a radio guy on K one hundred four in Dallas. I don't think he's there anymore. Twenty twelve. I was right. Well, <laughs> I said twelve years, ten years. Okay. Did you skip Cheatham next? <laughs> Greg Street, shout out. You know the Cat Jeez. Daddy video, dude. I probably do. I've probably watched it way too many times. Here, there's a screenshot of it. Oh, boy. See? Oh, darn it. Yep. KJ yep. knows what I'm talking about. Notably filmed around the time that uh, whatever that photographer's name was just getting fully exposed for being a complete creep. Um, Terry. Yes. Yeah, he, he's actually in, in the screenshot of said video that, right yeah, here. In that shot. Yeah. Uh, very cool. All right. How do you let's, um, that? How do you party? not? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I mean, I'm not trying to say y'all are any more horny than I am, but I could sketch out like a shot by shot, uh, recreation of that video from memory. So I'm about to watch it right yeah, now. I guess can I remember a, it. Well, let's just finish the pod. <laughs> first. get a live reaction of me watching the video. <laughs> can we do a sports party first? This is the part of the pod where we party and talk sports at the same time. It's pretty cool, man. Check it out. I don't even know what this first one is. I'm going to let KJ take it. It's not a recent passing, but I am a big fan of uh, Ironhead Hayward, um, uh, former running back slash fullback. Uh, he passed away a few years ago, but most notable, or not most notable, notable for a couple things. Uh, I believe a heads and shoulders video or commercial. Hey, Ironhead, how do you get that great hair? Great commercial. Go look it up. But his two sons play for uh, the Steelers, Cam Hayward and uh, Connor Hayward. One is a tight end. Uh, they were playing the Falcons this weekend. They went to see his their father's grave, which is in Georgia, um, about 30 miles outside of Atlanta. And uh, following that, Connor Hayward caught his first touchdown pass in the NFL. So tremendous little moment. Um, that's all I got to say. I just had to find something to start off sports party with. So shouts to Iron Ed Hayward. Hey, uh, speaking of shouts, shout out to the crime dog. Hall of Famer now. Fred McGriff. My brain is so Fred bad McGriff. that every time I saw um, Banduho tweeting about this, I only was thinking about like, oh, why is he tweeting about David? <laughs> I appreciate that. His uh, his swing follow through was, was one I tried to emulate many times as a kid. Remember that he kind of like twirled around his head after he swung? Real ones, no. He was a problem. He was fun to watch. Oh, he was so fun. More of a Tony Gwynn guy, but I'm, I'm you know, a Griff guy too, I guess. He would smack Enjoyed it around him. the yard a bit. Tony? Did you Anywhere. Guys, did you guys... Uh, Name it. He's got it. Happen to note the Dr. Pepper tuition uh, competition controversy. No. Uh, during the oh, halftime yes. of the... It was the, it was, the te- it was Big 12 championship game, right? Yeah, that's when they do the Dr. Pepper challenge yeah well, well they, they do, do it, it after for... three different games i think like acc has one big 12 and yeah there was multiple. another one well the controversy this year wasn't just the fact that it's just chest passing footballs which you know whatever we're beyond that as a society you can do that it's efficient it was uh we had a double tie first ever so we had a tie then we had overtime at another tie 
So it went to a, a, a tiebreaker and the, the tiebreaker was points from the previous day. And people were mad. People were like, dude, that's Bush. Like, do something previous, better than whatever that. Whatever the previous day. There, she had to, I don't, maybe not the previous day, but the previous competition she had to do to get to this oh. stage. Um, so yeah, it went to the uh, girl whose name, I believe Reagan something or other. A lot of people had fun with that. Like, oh, I'm sure the uh, girl goes to Baylor named Reagan really needs that 100K intuition. <laughs> um, but on Dr. Pepper, they did end up saying, you know what? We're going to give the full 100K to each contestant. Okay. So, yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure they, uh, would have done that even without the Twitter backlash. I'm sure. Shout out to them and shout out to our education system. It's really good. Uh, yeah, it's sh- sad all around. What's um, the Schefter controversy? That he's still a popular human being. It uh, is controversial. On Saturday, whenever I missed the men's soccer, uh, U.S. men's soccer team game, I was checking ESPN, watching it. And across the Chiron, across the crawl, if you will, uh, you see Schefter reports Deshaun Watson making progress, or sources Deshaun Watson making, in quotes, progress in his off-field program. Hmm. Like this was being reported in between Uh. Dion going to Colorado, in between men's soccer team losing. And by the way, you need to know that Deshaun Watson's, I'm in sexual abuser or not abuser harassment assault creep therapy therapy's not bad but he's assigned this therapy he's doing well and there's progress being made yeah. how did nobody ask for that update how do they measure his progress by the way exactly. great question how like, many people have you assaulted bullshit. since uh, the last time you uh, were accused of this do we uh hopefully zero <laughs> is that kind of like when, when after a surgery a player has surgery like it was a successful orthopedic surgery it's like, yeah, okay. Like, you never hear about the unsuccessful ones. Just Unless it's Alex Smith. Unless it's Alex Smith or uh, Jacoby Brissett. Who am I thinking of? Who had the mm. San Diego? Oh. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Uh, yeah, and that was Shout out to me pre-game. for confusing uh, the two black quarterbacks. I am racist, and I apologize. Well, it's more of that they're all backups. They are, and you know what? Um, Good backups at that. But, yeah, he had his lung pierced by the needle. Fucking scary. Anyway, that's all I got. Yeah. You want to run it back? F off, Schefter. Yeah, hey, run I, it back I, real I quick. think I co-sign. I co-sign that. Dylan. Time to run it back. The segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. KJ, unsurprisingly, made the transfer portal sound horny. Prime time is coming. Mm. Dave doesn't burn, but he does micro-ingest THC via gummy. A lot of people don't know that. Yes. TMD's UNT inside source may or may not be T-Man. Jalen Hurts is on might actually be good watch. Dave pretends he doesn't remember the Cat Daddy video. And finally, Mm. congrats to Reagan from Baylor, who surely needed that tuition money. That concludes right back. What is that drop? I can't even hear it. It's Dion saying I'm coming. Oh, okay. Can you run it back again? I'm flat out coming. Let me hear. I'm flat out coming. Okay, good drop. Flat out. It's okay. People Flat will out. Hear Make it on no my mistake end. about it. Yeah, they'll, they'll hear it in the end. Make no mistake. This man is coming. Yeah, Dion, we know you signed the deal. You're yeah. here right now. We know you're coming. Well, he's, don't forget it. Okay. <laughs> I won't. All right. Well, fun show. We will see y'all Thursday for the live stream, 630 Central, only on YouTube. Remember, go subscribe to YouTube. 
too much dip youtube.com slash too much dip whatever you can find us on there until then bye 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 i want my chips with the dip that's all i know i don't want my chips playing i want my chips with the dip so bring them dips